Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to another edition of Infection Podcast. My name is Nick Craig. You can follow me on X at Nicholas M. Craig or check out our website, infectionpodcast.com. Cannot do this alone, especially this week with some of the news that we've got. Joining us, as always, Brian with an I, Aldridge. What's going on, buddy? Not too much. Just, uh, just chilling. You want to find me? Of course, you can find me at Boise Computer on X, or if you want to get me at Brian Aldridge on Gab, get our Truth Social and all those other places. So uh, this week, Nick, has been kind of <laughs> something kind of crazy popped up that made me really look forward to, to discussing it with you on the show. We and have I not think talked. probably have an idea. We have not talked about this. So I, I'm assuming you know what I'm talking about. I assume you know what I'm talking about. So do you want to? I do. I think so you so want to do a three, two, one countdown and say it at the same time? All right. Ready? Right. You, you want yep. to count down? I'll count down. Three, two, one, Gemini. Google. Yeah, Gemini. Okay. Google Gemini. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. We are in the same boat here. So, man, you know, it's so funny because if you go back, we're at 472 episodes. You go back, yeah. you go way back in the archives, Brian. Go to page like 55 on our website or wherever the first couple, wherever the first, you know, 100 episodes are stored. We never yeah. had any intention into getting into matters and discussions like this. And as yeah. Brian and I have stated, we are the true victims here. We were forced <laughs> into having these conversations. And Google, you know, the one of the largest tech companies in the, the world, really, really stepped in it this week with their yeah. Gemini artificial intelligence software Brian, that would not generate any images of white people. Which is odd, meaning that that's the majority of the country, a majority a, of the population. It's a majority of the world. Well, yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I don't know. Well, the world where Google, where, where, where Google is making, where Google it, is where, where Google has software. a large yes. presence. Yes, that's the, the majority world. of their client base. How, how about client we say base. it that way? That, that's a good word to use. Sure. So, um, you know, so this kind of came out to where we've known this for a while. I mean, we've known that's one reason I didn't want to work full time for Google when I had the opportunity to, um, because I knew that they would hold things against me for my opinions on matters that they would, that I would always have to be walking on eggshells just to even, you know, if someone knew what I believed. And it's not mm -hmm. like I believe anything crazy. What I believe wasn't crazy 10 years ago, yeah. right? I just, I feel like mine's more of an average point of view. Uh, and I feel like they've become the crazy ones. So, but this, it really became on display because Gemini is their AI product now. Uh, it replaced Bard. It's a pretty much a renaming of Bard. But they implemented uh, creating images, kind of like what, Google, uh, what uh, Microsoft's Bing now Copilot does, mm -hmm. um, a number of the other ones, creates images. So people went in there and started trying to create images, and it became very apparent quickly that something wasn't right, that these images were being programmed to be tainted towards one direction oh, time and time again. Uh, and, and for instance, I don't know if you have any images you want to I'm show pulling, I'm pulling a couple up i've got a couple i'm, I'm okay i'm loading up because they would ask for just for things about history because really what's the use of ai like what's going to be the use of the AI? it needs to have accurate information 
right? It's not all for creating fake stories. It's not for creating, you know, uh, hypothetical situations. If I asked it a question like, um, who was involved in World War II? I would expect it to give me an accurate representation of the countries and everybody that was involved in World War II. If I asked it, um, tell me about the, you know, the American Civil War. I would expect some accurate information, the founding of our country. I would expect accurate information based on history of what happened, and that would be what it gives back to me. Because at what point will kids no longer know what's truth versus fake if when they go to, to look up information on a site that's supposed to give them answers, accurate answers, and half of it's made up? And that really became very, uh, it, I mean, it really brought it out that this kind of fake uh, history that they keep making, and we've, we've seen it in TV shows, especially lately, movies, to where they'll take something in history and then just change the races to where it's no longer accurate. Sure. It doesn't represent reality anymore. And, you know, that's one thing in a movie. You can say, hey, this doesn't represent reality. They don't say that. Um, but here, this this shouldn't be doing it. So like an image of a pope. Have we ever had a, a uh, African-American pope? Or an Indian pope? No. no. Have we, we ever had a pope that's that of Indian, des Indian descent? Or a woman? No. Or a female pope, for that reason. <laughs> so you look at, okay, it gives you two that have nothing to do with reality. Okay, so there's there's your pope. Now, there's one example. They'll yeah. justify it. They'll justify it and say, well, okay, you know, the our Pope is from Central America, our current Pope. Okay, but that doesn't change yeah, that it doesn't represent at all. Yeah. It does yeah, it doesn't represent at all what you are showing. Um did you look at the, can you pull up one like for instance the founding fathers? It, let's yes. say a student is doing a paper on the founding fathers and wants to have an image. That is, you know, you can't copyright, so he's legally allowed, to, or he or she are legally allowed to uh, use an image from the image results and say, I would like to include in my report an image of the founding fathers. Okay, well, there's something here that doesn't represent history. Uh, None the of the founding the fathers left, were black. Yeah. Yes. And the guy on the right was not a founding father in yeah. any respect. History. And like, how Simple does hair get like that? His hair, he's got a George Washington haircut. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of odd. It, yeah, it just doesn't, I mean, not that, now one thing I would be curious to see is because we're so brainwashed and history has been presented to us as here's the facts, you know, from whatever they decided they were going to do public schools in the 60s. I mean, look at this. Um, Before you go into that, Australian women. All yeah, of them of color. That has nothing to do with Australia. Like, that person is not from Australia. There you an go. American, American woman. woman. All four of them. Now, that, they could be an American woman, but why yes. would you take one of the smallest demographics in America and say this, you know, represents the majority? You could give, give a, 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 if you have four image slots, give one of each race, because that is America, right? But the thing is, they coded in to avoid showing white people. Like, like, it's a bad thing to be white. And this is what we've been saying this whole time. That it happened with the Jews, to where as a culture, as a government, you can go in and say, 
uh, you know, these people are bad and do different things to, to repress them. This is the beginning of that. And they're trying to do it with, with uh, white people. So I come, I don't, I don't disagree with your saying, but I come at it with, from a, from a different perspective. This, what the, um, what the, 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 the problem here with, um, what Google did in their algorithms is they didn't want to be accused of showing too many white people. So that, so with, with that being their premise, because they of course know that the, the woke left mob will come with their pitchforks and maybe somebody will uh, light themselves on fire outside of the Google headquarters in protest. You know, the very rational things that the left tends to do. So yeah. they programmed in this incredible, essentially R&D bias um, mm-hmm. of, or R&G bias. R&G of, bias, yeah. R&G bias of, well, just do whatever you can to not generate white people. And they obviously uh, were not expecting, stupidly enough, were not expecting a bunch of conservative people on Twitter to just take the chatbot and go bananas with it and just tell I mean, all of those prompts were a blank ex-woman, American, German, Sweden, British, and all, all of them but two out of 16 image slots were black, yep. which is not representative of the makeup of society but because they are so terrified of being deemed and coined racist brian that Mm. they decided that this was their grandiose idea was to just program in this ridiculous made-up artificial bias and that was just of the images some of the text responses which don't make for very good uh, podcasting, but some of the text transcripts were absolutely remarkable as to what it was as to what it was generating, and they were trying to force it into um, they essentially forcing it into trying to answer some of these questions and it would tell you that it was inappropriate. It didn't know the answer. There was a question uh, that was asked who was worse? Hitler or Jesus and Google Gemini could not wrap its head around the idea that Adolf Hitler, the leader of the Nazi revolution in the 1930s, Brian, was worse than Jesus Christ. That was an impossible task for this AI to accomplish. Well, now, okay, can, but I don't care where you look fall at it from the other perspective. God, no, yeah. look at what the liberals view about religion. Like sure. the, well, the I know, hardcore I know. I know. liberals, yeah. they view. And I, I saw an article on it today, you know, where, the, where one of these liberal places are pushing. They call it Christian nationalism. And they view that as bad as white nationalism, as Nazis. They, they view our religion and people that do it because they view that they're being repressed when a person who's religious says, you know what, I don't think we should be um, making it to where children can no longer don't have the ability to have kids when they're an adult by changing them chemically before they're even the age of accountability, you know, of, of 18. Sure. Of being able to, to, to make their own decisions for themselves, or even 16 at a reasonable age. They're, they're not able to, to do these things. So I just, I think, I, I think that 
we are viewing it from, hey, this is crazy. But, I mean, if you look at some of the things they showed, for instance, they, the picture where they asked to show Nazis. They showed all these people. There was one person who actually looked like a Nazi. It was a, a white guy that could be German. Who knows? Uh, and then there was a, a, a Chinese, or I assume that's, that looks like a Chinese Nazi, an African-American Nazi, and then one that's maybe, I, so it's kind of hard to determine what race they are. Okay, well, as I said, a 1943 German soldier. Okay, that that's yeah, that's a close one to what I what I saw. It's not even close. So you look. I mean, that doesn't represent like you're giving kids a fake history. That's what frustrates me is you're polluting what's real, and we're already relying on. As I was going to say a little while ago, the 1960s version of what the government has determined education should be in our history is, as they created their textbooks and wrote it down for us. And you can. You, know, you could argue all day what is real history because it's really story. I mean, if you look at the founding fathers and some of the stories about the early presidents and everything, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff they put in there that's not accurate. You yeah. know, like the, the old story about, you know, the, the apple tree and all these different things. Okay, well, what they're afraid of is if you had AI train on just data and you didn't try to influence, um, it's going to say things that aren't always kind. If you had AI train on data and then you said, well, let's AI, let's talk about um, uh, crime rates between different. Okay. Groups. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just you, saying we're on, we're on you, YouTube. You, you, Keep that in mind. I know. But if you bring that up, do you think that AI is going to come back with an answer that, for instance, YouTube is going to like? No, FBI crime statistics no. are not a uh, are not a favorable. It's number. not something that you're going to want to look at. They're going to want to show. But why are we so scared of reality? If you don't like the facts, then work to change them rather than trying to hide the facts. Because it's hiding the facts. Does that accomplish a single thing? Because that's what really we've we've become more accustomed to do is just like you pointed out. We can't say what on YouTube facts. You can't say yeah. facts on YouTube. They get pissed at facts. And, and you can say, well, that's your facts. No. Statistics of actual things, there are actual facts of statistics that happened. What is this a picture yeah. of? Tenement Square. This is one of the most famous pictures of all time of some guy getting literally it, run over by a tenement. kind of an anti-communism thing, and Google doesn't <laughs> yeah. like that. Sorry, Google I can't help like you with this image. Try uploading another And they're, they're hand-in-hand hand with image. China as well in a lot of areas. Yeah. So. This is where their programming pushes. Yeah, you know, Brian, there's often the, there's the phrase uh, you accidentally said the quiet part out loud. Uh, that's a that's a, a phrase that mm -hmm. is is used often in society. And Google um, Google really did or Google really screwed the pooch on this. They uh, showed their hand is the problem. Yeah, and it's so right? funny because this is what they've had, been doing. They this is what they've been doing. I mean, I read it, I got an article for my show tomorrow morning. Um. Uh, I'll pull it up here in a second when when you're talking, but I mean it's it, it's just more of the ridiculous bias from these companies, and this time it was really shown in the uh, most ridiculous way possible. Um, and it was funny to watch because looking at some of the articles you have in here, places like The Verge and Kutaku and Engadget, some of these other outlets, they were forced to report it. 
because it was too big of a tech story. The Verge, Google apologizes yep. for, quote, missing the mark after Gemini generated racially diverse Nazis. I mean, this is a headline at The Verge of all places yeah. that had to write this. Um, you know, and, and then the subheadline, generative AI has a history of amplifying racial and gender stereotypes, but Google's apparent attempts to subvert that are causing problems. Oh, you, you don't say. And yeah. so even in the phrasing of that, racial and gender stereotypes. Well, you mean like simply so, following, like, again, historically, 99.9% uh, .9 of German soldiers in the 1940s were white guys, and you generate a Native American woman, an Asian chick, and a black guy as your German soldiers in 19, whatever year it was, 42, 43, whatever, whatever the year was. So it's, it's just they, they said the quiet part out loud. They made it so that um, their bias, their internal way of having conversations and dealing with things was available for everybody. And yep. everybody saw it and everybody pushed back. They put a post out the same afternoon. We're aware that Gemini is offering inaccuracies in some historical image generation depictions. We're working to improve these kinds of depictions immediately. Gemini's AI generation does generate a wide range of people. And that's generally a good thing because people around the world use it. But it's missing the mark here. So that's, that's how they justify it. But it's not accurate. So here, I've got some quotes from the head of Google's Gemini AI. Okay. This, somebody went and pulled some of his tweets. Now, I'm going to be censoring it a lot because this are his tweets that he's saying. Um, here's one. White, white privilege is effing real. Don't be an a-hole and act guilty about it. Do your part in recognizing bias at all levels of egregious. Okay. So that, talk about calling <laughs> bias. You've, you've proved that you're biased and you're saying that, you know, do your part in recognizing bias at all levels. Talk about being totally incompetent at recognizing your own reality sure. and what you are. Um, here's another one. It's been a few hours and it still feels like today's inauguration speech will go down as one of the greatest ever. Acknowledging systemic racism, reiterating the American ideals and the dream for the, for the world, but we need to work on ourselves to earn it. You know, so that's him talking about Biden. So he loves, thinks Biden is doing the best job in the world. Um, you know, he talks about how this is America where racism, racism is the number one value our populace seeks to uphold above all. Right. Uh, he says, mind paying more taxes, investing in overcoming systemic racism. You know, that's what he wants to pay more money to taxes to overcome racism. He thinks it's yeah. such a big problem. Uh, Jesus only cares about white kids. I'm pretty sure that's in the Bible. Let's confirm with Jeff, Jeff Sessions. <laughs> okay. Um, I have experienced none of these things being a white man in America. They may seem like isolated or trivial slights, but the pattern of, is undeniable. We obviously have egregious racism in this country, but the small uh, stuff like this is part of what enables it. You want to know what's racist? Him. He's shown it. With as far as yeah, everything he focuses on is race, that's racism. He's pushing races rather than people. Racism. Everything that he is showing is pushing racism. Sure. And this is who's heading. No wonder. You wonder. Show the person and say, "Here's the person that's in charge of this product." I don't know how it could have come out racist. Can't imagine. 
It's a guy who's so focused on racism that he's blaming racism for racism when he's causing the racism. It it is the it is the uh, time old tale, Brian, of uh, of of these uh, these wacko libs and their um, and they're just their inability to kind of separate these things. Again, um, you know, create your image generation. Uh, obviously, programming it and 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 modeling it is is a very complicated thing. But in this case, Google again to try and appease people went way overboard. And they've literally shut Gemini down. It's currently you can't use it right now. It's the Im- I don't know if it's the whole thing or if it's just the image generation part, but it's off as of right now because it was so egregiously bad. Um, so with that, um, I guess congrats, Google. I mean, if that if the the goal and the objective was to uh, you know show how how good of a liberal you guys are, uh, if that was the goal, mission accomplished. Um, but yeah. that's uh, so. I um I wish I could say I was surprised or shocked or like oh my god can you believe this, but I'm not. I mean this is this is Google. The surprised company. they didn't hide it better because they usually. I mean unless yeah, you're course. in like what we do, I, we could we could say we could just go and say hey let's have a let's have an episode where we just read facts. Let's read facts about COVID. Let's read facts about crime. Let's read, and we would be banned on on YouTube instantly. Sure. Just reading facts, kind of like libs of tip TikTok. If you look, if you look at how much yeah, they well, hate libs of TikTok, yeah, she's it, she posts she reposts video. I mean, whatever about her outside of that, but she reposted you know to get her started, reposted videos of things people put on TikTok, not always putting commentary, just posting the video of them saying what they've said, and that's it. You know, and they viewed her as something horrible just because she showed something. And it didn't. They didn't like what she had shown. Now the person posting the original video gets no flack, but reposting that video and letting people see it gets you flack. Uh, it's just. It's kind of crazy. I just. I, I, this is what worries me about AI: is that AI is being programmed to be so biased it will be worthless. And this is proof. This was worthless. Well, I mean, it comes up with cool vi- images, but it's worthless in a real situation. Well, and that's what's going to be interesting about this is AI has the potential and the ability to literally be one of the most um, largest technological advances that that mankind has ever made. And because of big tech's inability to disconnect themselves from political ideology because they are completely incapable of doing that, they risk flushing or, or doing, I believe, pretty irreparable harm to this industry yeah. because of their just their their rabid bias and 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 need to just conform politically. Um, yeah. you know, fortunately, there's a gazillion AI companies out there that are doing things. Um, but I mean, it's just it, it's it's remarkable. How how tone deaf and out of touch these companies. Can you imagine how many people work on the Gemini team at Google? Hundreds, if not thousands, of employees, and nobody, yeah. nobody was like, "Huh, that's a little, it's a little whack." Something seems yeah, a little. When you've got something, when sends, the something seems charge, a little off here. But the problem is when the person in charge. I mean, I read some of his tweets. 
when they're yeah. that politically motivated and everything is just tainted with their political skew, how can you go up and say anything? I mean, we can't say a single word on YouTube without getting banned. How are you going to go up to one of your managers there and say, hey, I've got some serious concerns that this is going to be a problem? And they'll be like, well, you are, are you a racist? How could you see there's yeah, a problem right. with being diverse in our results? I couldn't see anything when I was there if I felt like something was, you know, I was a contractor at the time, but I couldn't say anything, you know, because it wouldn't go over well. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to hear my opinion on things. They want you to do, they have a very specific thing that they are pushing through. They want you to conform to it. They don't want your ideas about it. They already know what they want. They don't want, yeah. you're not going to change their mind. It's their religion. The, well, the, and and that, you and that, can't change people's mind on religion. And that's exactly the case. It is literally a religion for them. So that's uh, Google's uh, Gemini AI. We'll, uh, we'll keep an eye on it and see. Version 1.5 is supposed to solve all of those problems when it comes out. So we'll just have to, uh, to wait and see. Uh, Brian. I do want to mention one quick, quick, oh, one quick thing, though. Okay. Google did cut a deal with Reddit to help train their AI. Oh, great. <laughs> I wanna, so if you want, just to make it better, I'm sure. I mean, you want less uh you know being biased towards being liberal i mean i'm sure yeah, a, uh, you know reddit is the perfect place to just go and train that ai model to balance it out sure yeah yeah so. i mean right the, the bastion of free the bastion of free speech and open ideas just and, and to, freedom just yes go, just go to the homepage and see what's going on there brian yeah. vice the once incredibly popular magazine uh uh cable television channel documentary maker popular website is yep. is gone is no more uh vice ceo bruce dixon yep. said on thursday of last week that the company planned on laying off several hundred positions amid fundamental changes to its strategic position dixon confirmed that vice will be shutting down its digital operations including its website he said, quote, uh, he said, moving forward, quote, the company will look to partner with established media companies to distribute our digital content, including news on their global platforms as we fully transition to a studio model. He added that the company will no longer publish content on vice.com and will instead emphasize using social channels where content will be viewed more broadly. So, um, yeah. you know, a, a company that started in the early 2000s i think is probably an accurate thing it was originally a, a canadian magazine i think is what vice originally was yeah. uh gavin mcginnis was uh one of the one of the very early they love him vice um you know th they did a lot of i was reading about this over the weekend i mean they did some incredible things they had um yeah. good documentaries who's the, who's the basketball player the crazy one with the uh, with the oh. uh, lip rings that go went to North Korea. Yeah, who goes to North Korea all the time? Dennis um, Rodman. Um, Dennis Rodman. Yep, you got it. Dennis Rodman went to North Korea and played a basketball game with Kim Jong Un, and it was documented. It was a Vice documentary. I mean, so we're, this is when we're talking about like this isn't some like random ass YouTube channel. I mean, this was a this yeah. was a group that was creating back in the day really good content. And then, of course, it turned into why white people are bad and, huh, 
we don't understand why transgender people are having a hard time getting in relationships and and oh, oh suicide rates amongst this group skyrocketing. and we can't figure out why it just turned into this uh, once again a liberal bastion of hell and yep. um we see the the end game brian that is so predictable we see it once again literally cable television channels major multi-million dollar documentaries constant content published online gone zero zilch nada nothing completely erased and it's strange they're going to be working with other companies pretty much creating articles and then posting them under their sites and then they'll be posting links to those articles on their social media which at least on x they'll get revenue split for I don't know what they're going to get on Facebook necessarily. Uh, maybe they get a revenue split from the, you know, the locations where they publish these things for the number of views or hits or whatever. Um, yeah, this I mean, is this is where it ends up. Yeah, and you, I mean, just look at some of the headlines this? over here this morning or at Vice a couple days ago. How do oil companies get away with well everything? An expert explains. What we know about the death of non-binary teen next Benedict. Um, uh, meet the militant bakers feeding France's migrants. Landlords are enforcing no sex tenancy clauses now. Uh, it, I mean, it's just, just, just garbage content that they were produ- that that they have been producing for for so long now. Um, why yeah. I'm friends with all of my ex-boyfriends is exes. Right. That's very compelling content. The- yeah, thank God. Um, so that that's the kind of stuff that they have been publishing and promoting. Obviously, it sucks when people lose their jobs. You, you don't ever hope or you know, we, at least we don't. We don't ever never, never hope for that. But actions have consequences, Brian. And when yeah. you decide as a company that you are going to ignore what's going on and you're going to just set your sight straight ahead on whatever again ideology or agenda you're trying to push and you put blinders on and you ignore everything in the outside world turns out nobody wants to read that content nobody wants to watch that content and you saw in a, a you know in an industry where it's very hard for big pub for for new startups to gain traction Vice was at the top. I mean, yeah. they went from nothing to a very prominent name in the media landscape over like a 10-year period of time. And they literally have flushed the entire thing down the toilet. You know, BuzzFeed is gone. Um, uh, uh, Giz, uh, uh, Deadspin is gone. All of these semi-popular, uh, very popular websites at the time, around the 2010 time frame, they're all gone. They're just, they're, they just cease to exist. Yeah. And one thing that I tell our, our kids, poor choices have poor outcomes. And if you don't mm. like the poor outcomes, quit making poor choices. Yes. And they're like, okay, well, uh, you keep seeing over and over again with these companies, there's poor choices have led them to a poor outcome that they don't want, but they're unwilling to change the poor choices to prevent the poor outcome. Because it's their religion, and so they're going to keep pushing it until they're, until they're running into the ground, which is what we're starting to see over. And that's why that term "go woke, go broke" came out, because 
Uh, do you see that um, with Disney, they just re- they fired the person who's in charge of their remakes? Oh. They, they're just in the past week. So the person who's in charge that. of the studio where they make the remakes, where they've been doing all the race swapping on sure. all these different, like Little Mermaid and all that, the guy who's in charge of all that has been let go. Well, when you're losing tons of money, finally they're realizing, oh, we've had poor choice, poor choice, poor choice, poor choice, poor choice. Oh, look at all these poor outcomes. What do we do? Okay, let's make a change. How about you make a change to be less biased one way or the other and make movies for the general population and quit trying to integrate all of your personal little pet peeves and political ideologies into all of these decisions. And guess what? You'll be successful as a company. X has done, I think, a really good job of kind of getting back more towards the middle. And they've been growing. I will say this. You will be successful as a company, but what you will have to do in the meantime is fend off the progressive left. And Brian, the the vocal minority is what they are. I I understand it's the vocal minority, but this is the group that will have a protest outside. Here's the difference between the left and the right. When the left gets pissed off about something, not only do they light themselves on fire in front of a U.S. embassy, which is, of course, a very smart and intelligent thing to do, but um, yeah. right, th- they will get in there and they will protest. I mean, look at look at the whole Dave Chappelle Netflix thing outside yeah. of Netflix headquarters, demanding you know for people's heads and, and whatever else they do. The left is very good at mobilizing, and none of these big companies want that to take place. They they are they compl- they they do not want any of that controversy. They piss off the conservatives, they piss off the right or just regular people. Yeah, maybe they'll post on it online a little bit. A couple of blogs and outlets will talk about it. You know, Ben Shapiro will whine about it on his show, and that'll be about it. There's not going to be a large scale protest. Now, there have been some successful ones. You look at the uh, Anheuser-Busch situation with Bud Light. That brand, mm-hmm. I don't know if it will ever recover, um, but you've got this um, you know, you've got this situation taking place um, where these companies just don't want the controversy, and they understand that they will get, even though it might be a larger group of people, less pushback from the right than from the left. Yeah, because we don't we don't sit there and I mean, because the problem is the left has control of media, general media. The right has their own media, but the ones that go broadcast over over the air channels, you know, all of the late night talk shows, all of those are liberal. And so they if they want to put out something, they make a call to, you know, one, one of those shows and they'll repeat and parrot. I mean, look at all of the dances they did for COVID and getting the vaccine and all these different things and, and you know, really pushing. I mean, just you've been seeing lately some of them going kind of nuts with just going crazy on because of maybe because of the Trump stuff and the election coming up and how bad it's looking for Biden. Um, you know, it seems like they're going extra nuts right now. But they have the ability, if they want to influence people, the un, as Limbaugh used to say, the, the uninformed voters... Mm-hmm. They've got a whole plethora of them. People that will be like, really? They said that? They did that? And they don't look past any of the surface? The Republicans hate um, you know, kids because they don't want them to get transitioned? 
that these type of things that you know they'll that they'll put out whatever spin on it and you've got your people that will just believe it and I, you know that's kind of the danger is we don't have access to that as much i mean what where's your right wing if you want to call it that or even conservative uh place on network television fox news uh, you know but that's not but that but i'm talking about like free that everybody has access to doesn't have to have a cable subscription where sometimes they have to request Fox oh, News. Oh, yeah, you're right. It doesn't exist. I, I don't. It, there are none, right? And that's just the crazy thing is Infowars.com, Infowarsstore.com. Yeah. You can watch it on your television. <laughs> it's completely free. Get Super Male Vitality. Get Brain Force. Get Collada Silver. It's all the great supplements exclusively. Double Patriot points through the end of the month. Infowarsstore.com. I mean, they sent Owen Schroyer to prison, prison for for commenting on was it January sixth? Yeah, I think so. Commenting Something on like it, that. they sent him to prison for commenting on it. Talk about freedom of speech. Well, they uh, sued Alex Jones for half a billion or trillion dollars or something. They, like that. they got yeah, half a trillion or whatever it was, Alex Jones, because of his opinion on something that happened a long time ago and how it it made some people upset. I you know. That's one thing I, I, I'm, I'm not a conspiracy theorist in that way. Whether that happened one way or the other, I'm not, you know, digging into it and saying one side or the other. But if that's his opinion and he wants to believe that that's a possibility about what happened, you're telling people that they can only push ideas if they're right, correct ideas. I mean, that's really what they're saying. You can have an opinion as long as it's the right opinion. That's what that type of a statement says. If I have a belief and and that we have true freedom of speech, I should be able to go and say my opinion and not get in trouble for it. Now, there's yeah. a difference between that and slander, uh, you know, not slandering individuals, but he truly I think he truly believed that that was a possibility. Now, maybe he was doing it for show, maybe because you know just because it's part of his brand. But I think he truly believed that there was something going on. And can you sue somebody a half a billion just because they're misinformed? You could. Well, but the, look at how much misinformation comes across over the air channels. Yeah. I mean, we no, can't right. sue them. Well, <laughs> they're they're I mean. spewing nonsense and propaganda and lies every single day, and we can't do a single thing about it. Tell Alex all about it, Brian. Let him know. Uh, well, yeah. No, I mean, he, he's somehow still up. MadMaxWorld.tv. I mean, yeah, he's got a new website he... every day. It's, it's, it's pretty remarkable. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... I um I I think there's this there's this political thing called the uh it's called the over there's this idea this thing called the Overton window and and mm-hmm. it's it's the whole spectrum of everything that's going on and the Overton window is 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 a very small area that you can see and the Overton window um moves and as it shifts around, you have different perspectives and you you see different things. And this it is shifting rapidly right now. Here's a very like kind of rudimentary thing of what I'm talking about. But I it, and I don't know what the numbers are or anything like that. But I mean, this is the concept, and I believe Brian, this window is shifting to the right because yeah. people are they're are going fed nuts. up. They're <laughs> frustrated. 
they're they just are so fed up with this nonsense and this garbage being shoved in their faces 24 7 they're sick and tired of it being shoved in their children's face at public and private schools let's be clear it's not just oh public schools are pop now it's all educational institutions they are just done and they're fed up with it and um i think these companies have really screwed themselves um they 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 pushed it they pushed the ball too far and now they are incapable uh, I I don't think I don't think they're going to stop that 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 window from moving. I think that it's already in motion, and I'm not sure that they're going to be able to stop it. They have well, really I mean, it, really it's the pendulum themselves. swing, right? Sure. I know I've talked about this before. We're on this pendulum swing. They did all these using the name of COVID and everything else. They forced keeping the pendulum going one direction because they didn't want it to come back the other way, and they kept pushing it, pushing it, pushing it, saying you have to do this. Okay, well it hit this super high point here. When you really, when it finally swings back the other way, the problem with the pendulum, it's going to go just that far back or near it, right? Yes. Th- that's the problem is when you keep pushing the pendulum saying, well, I didn't get enough of my way, you're making it so the swing just gets more and more you know, crazy. And that's where we're at right now to where we've gone so crazy left with government things and everything else, with the border, with COVID, vaccines. Everything we've gone so far left that this, I I worry that the pendulum swing is going to go too far right because I remember I'm a, I'm a libertarian, I don't claim to be a super Republican right that's not me, and I no, don't want all the. You can you're the you're the crazy Republican side. I'm the crazy uh, you know uh, more conservative libertarian side. Yeah, you grow uh, your beard out and start talking about ending the Fed. <laughs> that's right. Let's end the Fed. Uh, but that's the problem is, you know, we, we're going to hit a point where I don't like it when it swings so far to the other direction because then the crazy liberals are going to push it harder and harder and harder, trying to go even farther back when it finally swings. And it just creates craziness. I mean, you can't have every four years redoing everything in the government, which I feel like we're getting to now. All the pro- progress we made on becoming energy independent wiped out in one term. All the progress we made with the southern border wiped out in one term and look at they've had we now have for instance illegal immigrants we have 19 states worth of population here illegally now 19 states their population all added together is the amount of illegals here that's that's insane and no and and you even have the supreme court saying well you can't send them back all the time like, what do you do? You can't have a border and legally say, I want to keep people from crossing this border. This is our government line. Now, if I went and crossed over the border to Mexico illegally, I bet you I'd end up in a Mexican prison. You, As you should. Yeah. But, you know, you, you, if I turned around and walked the other direction and claimed that I didn't have American citizenship, they'd let me in. It's insanity. It is. And this is where we're at today. And it's framed as normal. That's what is crazy. Normal. And that's where... I think people finally, because it was pushed so hard, are waking up and for like, well, it isn't normal. You have all these crime is happening, all these things happening in major cities. It's nor- now it's all of a sudden real when uh, re- people in all these different nationwide stores are leaving those places because they're, you know, there's no, you, you can't charge someone or stop someone from robbing you uh, under a thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay, so they bring in thirty people to rob you, and you just lost thirty thousand dollars. And that's okay. Can't stop mm-hmm. them. 
Can't even write a police report on it. $30,000 loss for a company. You can't write a police report. When it, without a police report, we're at. Can't, can't submit an insurance claim. Can't claim insurance. You can't do anything about it. It's just a loss you're expected to take because, you know, it's racist to, to arrest people for doing things yeah. because it's biased. All right. <laughs> Let's uh, let's get a couple anyway. video game stories in here. After all, um, yeah. Brian, this one I'm sure this will uh, put a smile on your face. Uh, Unity is laying off 25 percent of their staff, and they're saying that the reason they're doing that is to reignite revenue growth within the company. And bam, here let's look. That what day was that? That was the 27th. Mm-hmm. And then we've got uh, another article that came out here the same day. Unity revenue rises 50, 57% to $2.1 billion in 2023. Now, so, the, the Unity stock... They're still at take, a loss. But. The Unity stock took a little bit of a hit earlier this week. I may or may not... And this stop, I'm not giving stock tips. I may or may not have jumped in at its low a couple of days yeah. ago. Uh, to to see kind should. of uh, what 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 happens with that, I'll probably lose my ass on it. But um, so uh, there, you know, again, this is a company that is not um immune to uh, the economy. A lot of Unity's yeah. money comes from ads. They're what the the kind of unspoken thing with Unity is all of these mobile games that are built with Unity. So many of them are all use Unity's ad marketplace for revenue and unity gets a nice handsome cut of that as they should they're the one providing it Mm -hmm. um and when you've got uh less people you know buying subscriptions and things like that in games that goes down you've got less people that are playing these games uh the ad the 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 ad revenue for that is is going down less eyeballs less ad sense and it's a problem that youtube and google deal with on 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 their platform when when uh, viewership shrinks with news websites when less people are clicking you're not getting served ads meaning you can't sell them for as much you're not generating as as much revenue um those comments were made during a recent earning calls uh the the layoffs were described as unfortunate consequences of unity's broader two-phase reorganization plan unity is attempting to streamline after a period which it saw a loss in trust of developers following their big fee debacle that we talked about which then of course led to the former ceo resigning around that same time unity also told investors it would be reviewing its product portfolio to discontinue certain product offerings reducing its headcount and shrinking its office footprint so just like unity has a gazillion different products that they make that are yeah. inside of of unity or associated loosely associated with unity and i guess for the for the products that are no longer generating revenue and do not have a large user base they're saying, okay, we're going to have to sunset these products or you know pull people off these products because they're not generating any revenue for us, um, and that's unfortunate. But um, it's the sign of the times, and it's pretty much on track with what everybody else, not just in the gaming industry, but industry as a whole, business as a whole, is is doing to try and um, stay afloat and hopefully come out of the other side if and when the economy ever recovers. Because, I mean, that's that's the goal here is to stay alive long enough till things get better. Yeah, and that's what they're trying to I mean, they, they, they cut thousands of jobs in the last four months. Thousands no choice, of jobs. Yeah, yeah. and so they're, they're trying to ride the tide, make it through, 
and this is what they needed to do. There was that total artificial inflation of the video game industry during COVID that we are now recovering from. Yep. We're, we're undoing all of that damage. Uh, you know, people getting hired on like crazy. All of a sudden, you could hire anyone from anywhere because of remote work. And then they realize they're losing a lot of money. There's a lot of problems. The industry didn't go where they gambled it would. And so now they're having to pay back the house, right? They, they lost the bet, and here they go. We believe this is from the uh, CEO of Unity and a shareholder um, memo that came out earlier this week. We believe that Unity plays a critical role in the gaming industry. Unity enables creators to build and grow successful games in real-time experiences. Approximately 69% of top, of the top 1,000 mobile games, this is a staggering number, nearly 70% of the top mobile games, top, top 1,000 mobile games are made with Unity. And we continue to see strong traction across industries, a business that we expect will be larger than gaming in the not-so-distant future. In addition, we have strong partnerships with some of the most innovative companies in the world who rely on Unity as they bring new products to the market. We believe that Unity is uniquely positioned that there is a meaningful potential for revenue growth in the long-term future. They talk about the strategic goals and, and various things like that uh, within, the, within the company. So that is, uh, that is what they are facing, um, and that is that's that's what they're dealing with um that it it's brian i i'll tell you this and i'm gonna i'm gonna be a little vulnerable here for 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 a minute um i'm 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 a little scared i mean i'm 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 in my late 20s i fortunately got i've got a house i've got i've got some i've got good good back backing i work in an industry that is exclusively based on ad revenue in a dying industry, yep. if I'm being honest. And I just look at the status of the economy. And I think you went through something similar in the 2007, 8, 9 timeframe. You were probably a couple years older the, than the me. The crash of 08, similar. yeah. Um, and, I was 28 at that time. So Okay, know, so close. so around the same time. I mean, I just, without sounding like a bitch, um, I just am like, man, the end of my 20s and the early part of my 30s, could very well be a really dark financial time that is gonna that could that could set back the for the potential for me to to start a family to to make you know you typically make as much money as you can in your career depending on when you start it in your in your mid thirties and, and and into the yeah. into your early forties. There's kinda of, it's kind of a bell curve. You make nothing when you start, you, you peak out and then as as you retire and things like that, that that tends to that tends to go down for most people. Obviously depending on the industry, that could that could be more of a straight line. Nevertheless, yeah. it's it's concerning, man. I mean it's it's generally like, man, I made a lot of smart decisions for myself and 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 I'll, I'll be fine, but it it sucks. Because this is this is the this is the future that that myself and my peers are likely going to be facing, and that freaking blows, man! It sucks because of some dickwads in Washington D.C. that can't figure anything out. I'm going to get screwed because of it. Meanwhile, Nancy Pelosi's putting in a one and a half million dollar call on Nvidia stock earlier this week, lining her freaking pockets. And I'm over yep. here getting screwed. I mean, I, I was doing my taxes today. I owe the federal government like freaking $5,000. Yeah. 
I'm screwed. I'm getting screwed over here. Well, and that's I and mean, I'm that's pissed. A lot of the that what's the problem now that we're starting to see is you're getting punished for making good decisions. Yes, that's become the new norm. <laughs> if you make poor bad decisions, you get rewarded in our country, and I think that that's what we need to get away from. Because if I could just make a little less money, oh, I could get up on welfare. Then I would get a bunch of money every month for groceries. They'd pay my internet bill. They'd pay my phone bill. They would pay part of my power bill. They would pay part of my gas bill. You name, you know, all these different things that I put out a decent amount of money every single month for, they would pay for those things. If I just made a little bit less uh, good decision-making, if I tried a little less hard in trying to provide for my family, I would have all these things paid for for me. It's like they incentivize it, especially during COVID. They would just push and push for you to, yeah, here we go. Eric Adams spends $53 million on debit cards for migrants as 50%, 56% of New Yorkers live near the poverty line. You yep. think that all these people coming over and taking advantage of our welfare system is going to help in any of this? We're bankrupting our country. It's, it's, it's a I, I mess. And, I, I give up. And the people Slash that show. are law-abiding, honest citizens have to sit yeah. by and just watch it happen. What no, you don't, do? you don't just sit by and watch. You get screwed the whole time. Well, yeah, you get screwed while you're sitting there and watching it happen. Which some people enjoy, Brian, but I don't. I mean, it's yeah, not, it's, it's yeah, not, not my preference. This isn't tax, you know. Um, <laughs> I just, it's, um, I, I just, the... We're, it's in it, you know we're talking about video games and technology that's what we focus on but dude it's every industry i mean everybody is just feeling the pinch and feeling the the hurt you've got you know yep. restaurants that have had to ja- uh, sunday saturday or sunday i was uh, ordering uh ordering uh a pizza and i was going to order some wings with it freaking 19.99 for a dozen wings and yep. i'm like are you kidding me? Twenty dollars. I can't get out of a fast food fast food restaurant under sixty dollars. Yeah, well, with your uh, with your farm, you're toting around with you. I mean, I guess, you know what I'm saying? It's, like, it's ridiculous. It's well, did cra- you see? It's crazy. It, did you see the Wendy's story? That they were going to be raising prices uh, during busy times or, or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Wendy's is in is uh, is now that of course they're backing it off now, but they mm. they announced earlier this week. That they were going to announce surge pricing, which if you are anybody, if you ever order um, an Uber, if you've ever ordered an Uber before, you'd be familiar with this concept. But yeah, Wendy's. Now, this is, of course, the, the, the redaction. But it says Wendy's says it won't raise prices during busiest times, clarifying yeah, its people plans. said what? <laughs> they literally said that they would introduce dynamic pricing at their restaurants during peak hours. So if you decide to go get fast food, oh, I don't know, on your way home from work when you're rushing your kids to soccer practice and ballet uh, this and and football that and you just need to get your kids some food – um, that's when they're going to jack up the rates. I mean, that is just it's super like why, why should the price be more expensive then? Like, what's what's happening differently? You're making money, more money, because more people are coming in and you're busy, which is what you're supposed to want. Why would you jack up the prices then? Well, because they don't. Here's the reality: they don't have anybody working. They can't afford to pay the. They can't afford to staff these. Because places. everybody wants to do a minimum fifteen dollar minimum wage or more. Yeah. 
you know, these places, a lot of them, they're paying people 20 bucks an hour to go and work at a fast food restaurant nowadays. Now, our infection podcast general counsel, Saul Greatman, is uh, commenting. He says, can I buy Baconators on a margin? Short sell chili. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess so. You st- that will be a game in itself. You'll have a secondhand market of Wendy's, of people uh, sitting in the drive-thru and getting the lowest flex price. Bo- now, Uber does this all the time, and it's uh, it's beyond ridiculous. You'll be, you know, I uh, Brian would never do this because he's an upstanding citizen. But, I mean, you'll be hammered at 1.30 in the morning, and you're trying to get home, of course, because, you know, you're not, you don't want to drive your car and kill yourself or kill somebody else. And you pull up Uber, and it's like, oh, flex pricing. It's $70 to Uber home. And you're like, well, damn, what option do I have? <laughs> I'm not going to spend a $70 on an Uber to go 12 miles. Um, so I, I just, I don't know where I was going with this. The whole, it's, it's maddening, Brian. It's, it's so frustrating and maddening to see what's going on. It's the, I guess Alex Jones is right. Ma- MadMaxWorld.tv or whatever, whatever his, yeah. whatever his new website it's where, is. It's where we're uh, going. It's exactly where we're going. So, um, all right, Brian. Wonder, here, is there, is there one yeah. more thing. Mind if we talk about one more thing here really no, quick? No, go, go for it. Popped up. Uh, so Epic Games reportedly of got course. hit by a 189 gigabyte hack, including login and payment invo- uh, info. Epic says there's currently zero evidence that claims are true, but there was, you know, there's something that they're supposedly, uh, you know, that you can see the screenshot up here. Our Telegram account and channel will be inactive forever for affiliate privacy. We move, you know, they're, they're wanting money. For this, I'm trying to figure out, you know, they have data for sale and they have dates on here. Supposedly, there's compromised email, password, full name, payment information, source code, and many other data included in this 189 gigabyte Epic Hmm. Games servers attack. I wonder if it's BS. It could be a fake. Yeah, someone just put it up and it's not real. Uh, You know, you figured Epic Games might have an idea. Um, or Epic Games may know, you know, like they're, for instance, if they're hashing their credit card data. Yeah, who cares? It's um, just a bunch of useless. Yeah, good, yeah. You can run, uh, run and run uh, hashing on it for thirty six years, and you'll be able to decode the credit card, and it will have been thirty years expired by then, or something, something like that. Yeah, you know so what? We'll though? have to see two hundred gig. I'm trying to think. Two hundred gigabytes, right? A database that doesn't that can't be. That's that's got to only be a small subset of user data that's available, right? I mean, well, they must have terribly user accounts. Yeah, but still, dude. Even think about a database table with fifty thousand rows. In. I've got a database actually that I am managing right now that's got about fifty-two thousand people in it. It's um, in the ballpark of like I want to say one hundred and fifty or two hundred megabytes, which obviously is not. 200 gigabytes but a two for 52,000 at 200 megabytes 200 gigs doesn't seem like that would be emails passwords full names payment information and source code All right because then you're talking about yeah, hundreds say, of thousands of lines of code at source code millions of code they say there's over 230 million epic pc users you know, I, so I, maybe they just got a, a certain account database. Maybe. Which, it's you know, not all of Epic's users. There's no way 230 million accounts no. is equating to 189 gigabytes worth of user data. It's just, but the, it the could be the Epic work. Game Store you know, sure. account list or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. Interesting. But they say there's but, no evidence that it's true. So, um, and I, I'm, I, sure uh, th- I'm sure they're looking through some logs and things like that. But Well, Brian, we know you're on up. the... Uh, 
we know you're on the Epic payroll. So do you have any, uh, you have any insider information on this? Not yet. Supposedly there is a deadline <laughs> of the 4th of March. So, um, next, you know, they're trying uh, to get next them... Monday. So we'll know by yeah. next week. So they're trying to say, you know, either pay up. They want them to pay, uh, you know, to return the data, which is one of the stupidest things you can do because it's not like this data disappeared. I'm sure that's the only copy. They're going to be totally honest, you know, never going to yeah. pop up again. Um, you know, what's so funny about these hackers is like, all, like when you get, from what I understand, like when you get crypto locker or one of these companies come in and, and or these, uh, these hacker groups and they encrypt all your data, it is very, very, very frowned upon that if somebody pays ransom, you don't give them their data because it blows the whole thing. So all of these yeah. companies, which are obviously very disingenuous, bad people, they when you pay, they actually give you what you paid for because it would Usually, blow yeah. the whole it blow the whole cover. Because yeah, then like, people won't do it. Yeah, people exactly. say, well, they didn't here's a case where they didn't return the data. Like, why would I pay? Exactly. So there's a very like it's it's an unspoken from what I understand, it's like an unspoken rule that if you're part of this thing, if somebody pays ransom, you better damn be sure that you can unlock. They don't want to ruin data. everybody's time. Yeah, you're <laughs> ruining the scam for all for all, which God forbid we'd want to do that. So uh all right, we'll keep an eye on uh, Epic, and uh, yep. well, I guess by next week's show, we'll uh, know whether this was uh, hogwash or See not. See if my Brian, account data is gone is out there, and people are charging on my credit card, or what? Well, that could also be me. But uh, Brian, where can <laughs> uh, where can folks find you online? All right, well, if you want to find me at Boise Computer on X, or of course you can go to at Brian Aldridge on Gab, Getter, Truth Social, wherever else. Uh, if you want to go to my blog, that's a good way to get a hold of me, biteoftech.com, or if you go to our website, infectionpodcast.com, just join on the upper right hand server. Uh, join our Discord server. That's a perfect place to get a hold of Nick or I directly. Maybe you want to give a topic for the new show. Uh, if you put links in our, our show news channel, we'll review those before we do our live show and uh, possibly get it in there. Uh, also, we have 11 ARC servers running. So if you're interested in playing the ARC, uh, just jump on there and we've got links. Uh, if you want to watch our live show, you can do that through Twitch or YouTube. Of course, we upload after the fact to Rumble. If you're listening as a podcast uh, person, we've got the lower right-hand side with a lot of different places, platforms, um, whatever device you have. You should be able to listen to the podcast on one of those. Pick whatever's most convenient. And if you are, that means that the particular episode show notes are already uploaded to the website as well. And so you can just click on the particular one, audio and video player built into that page, and then links for whatever we discuss. Maybe there's a video you want to see that you couldn't see because you were listening. Yeah, like the challenger exploding. Yeah, I've watched the Challenger exploding last week. Uh, it's got a great place to go be, be able to do that. Uh, and, of course, if you want to support us, you can go to infectionpodcast.com forward slash support or the menu option up top on the website. Brian, thank you very much. Uh, we will be back uh, next some, uh, uh, next Wednesday as uh, Tuesday is Election Day. I've got my uh, obligations for that, at least here in North Carolina. So we'll be back uh, sometime later next week. Brian, as always, greatly appreciated. My man, we'll talk to you. Sounds good. All righty, folks. That's going to do it for another episode of Infection Podcast. We sometimes talk about video games and, and things of that nature. You can uh, follow me on X at Nicholas M. Craig, or you can uh, check out my website, nickcraig.com. My day job uh, is uh, the Wilmington's Morning News Podcast. As Brian noted, if you missed any portion of today's illustrious program, you can head on over to our website. It's infectionpodcast.com. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.